Gotcha. Well, before we go too far in the Camelot reunion weekend, let me go ahead and welcome you back to another episode of the I-64 Sports Podcast. Uh, today we got a very not this very special guest. Um, we got Mr. Deron Flood of Fitness First. Let's give it up for Mr. Flood. Woo! Go ahead, clap for yourself. Yes. What's up, man? Thanks, What's, thanks for coming. I'm here, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, thanks for inviting me out, and uh, I want to have some fun. We got what forty five minutes an hour. We got an hour. Right, we got much time as you need. Well, you know, I got to go back to work, man. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you count down. Right. I got you. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So since we kind of limited on time, first of all, thank you for coming. I've always wanted you to uh, on this show. We talked, you know, a couple of times and um glad you was able to make it fit us in your busy schedule. Uh, like I said, it, it's a pleasure, man. And you yeah. doing this and just being a part of it is is dope. I'm I'm seeing the growth. Yeah. I'm loving the growth. And, you know, I just continue. I, I, I hope that you continue to grow. So, yeah, my yeah. man. All right, so for those that don't know uh, Deron Flood, just kind of give us your background, you know, starting who you were in high school and, you know, why you're so famous now. I'm not famous. <laughs> um, so I'm from Norfolk. Uh, I went to two high schools. I went to Maury High School and I went to Deep Creek High School. Okay. Um, and I was a track and field athlete. Uh, that's where, you know, really gave me everything that I needed as far as, like, my work ethic mm-hmm. and, like, my network, if you will, um, to yeah and so while i was in high school um i was a quarter mile i ran a 400 to 200 okay state champion uh national champion uh i was a list leader in the 500 um and we broke a national record in the four by two at deep creek okay who was the anchor leg for that me man, come on man don't, yeah, don't, 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 be, don't get modest on this now don't get modest now National me. record holding the 500. Come right. on, man. No, 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 National no, no. lead, I'm sorry. National, National lead in the 500. Yeah. National record holder four by two on a yeah, relay. Yeah, yeah. How many state titles? What? Five? Yeah, five. Um, and, yeah, oh, uh, we won the, the pin relays four by yep. one, too. Yep. So, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. And uh, like we were just talking about before we got on air, I just left mm-hmm. the Camelot reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met up with all of those guys, man. They're, they're grown. They're mature. They're successful. I mean, just continuing to, you know, do what they've been doing since high school. And I'm very proud yeah. of that. Yeah. How much is, is tra- track a part of that? Like keeping you guys competitive? Everything. For real? Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when we were out there, the first thing that we started doing was reminiscing. And then we started talking about things and then it was like a debate. So, you know, debates are competitive too. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dudes never lost a step, you know? Right. And then it was like, Oh, we're going to go to the court. And then it was like, oh, we're going to race. And then, you know, I'm the only one that's in really, really good shape. So I'm like, right. listen, stop. Y'all couldn't beat me then. I'll destroy you now. <laughs> I'm saying right. so. Yeah, yeah man, but it was just, a good time. Just good being around those guys again. Oh, absolutely. I love yeah. those dudes. Those are my brothers for real. What was, what was practice like back then? Just super competition. Um, because everybody was extremely, extremely talented. Um mm-hmm. The coaching, he he almost didn't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. He would give us uh, the workout, mm-hmm. and it was just like, 
who's going to get crossed the line first? <laughs> Every right. rep, whether right. it's a 200, whether it's a 400, uh, whether it's, you know, sprint work or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it, it translated very, very well onto the track. I mean, it wasn't uncommon, even at the state championship, to see four guys from Deep Creek in the 100, mm-hmm. the 200, mm-hmm. the 400, right. sweeping the relays. Killing the relays. Right. right. So um, shout out to those dudes, man. Like I said, those are my brothers. Yeah. That's right. what's up, man. So what made you um, go from Moore to Deep Creek? Uh, it, it was a combination of a suggestion from my father and myself. Uh, I love Maury. I am a Norfolk native, uh, mm-hmm. but it, the part focus. Time, part right, time, part yo, chill. You know, I'm, I'm super. <laughs> no, where you live at? Where you live uh, at right now? What happened? We, see, you see what I'm saying? All right, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was a combination between, uh, you know, my dad and myself, like my grades weren't where they needed to be. My focus wasn't where they needed to be. And when I was at Maury, you know, I got third in the state, uh, as a sophomore and I was a regional champion Mm -hmm. in the 200. So the the talent was there, but just, you know, I needed fine tuning, um, and I needed to focus a little bit more. So, you know, they, 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 they sacrifice for me, you know right. what I'm saying? The best parents in the world, uh, they sacrifice for me to get me what I needed to get to, you know, get to the next level. And it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my life. Did those guys at Deep Creek, did they welcome you with open arms? Yeah. Um, Want no hate like you? Because you were like, what, 10, 8 as a freshman? Right, right, yeah. right. So how you know that? Man, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me five states ago, oh, right, man. Right, right, job, right. Man. Um. Yeah, at at first, the, the team accepted me because of what I could offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but socially, outside of that, it was a little awkward. Kevin you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was yep. it was very awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the culture. Well, if you don't know, the culture in Chesapeake Public Schools is much different from right. Norfolk. Right. And uh, how can I say this without sounding like an asshole? Um. Yeah, I just it it was a it was not the best transition, but I got comfortable real quick, and everybody started accepting me. It only took maybe a semester, but you know, it was that oh that Norfolk dude, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, I am that Norfolk dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So um, it sounds like you had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. it, it wasn't like super rough, but it was definitely a culture shock. I, I will say that just everything is different, you know, like the. There's a, a a stronger amplitude for like success mm-hmm. there, whether it's academic success mm-hmm. or whether it's athletic success. Mm-hmm. Where when I was in Norfolk, because you know friends, it wasn't so much like I was the best athlete at Maury at mm-hmm. the time there, and nobody knew about it. Right. It was just kind of like I, I was just flood. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. you know he's fast, mm-hmm. but when I got to Deep Creek. The principal, the teachers, the mm-hmm. coach, it was like, look, we're going to get behind this dude and mm-hmm. we're going to do whatever we need to do to set him up so he can go to the next. I just mm-hmm. didn't quite have that at more. Right, right, right. right. So it was, I guess the biggest improvement was, was it on the track or just knowing that you had people behind you as far as in the school and the community <clears throat> and stuff like that? It was more so on the track. Uh, the, the kinship and the brotherhood that I developed uh, mm-hmm. with my teammates was more so than anything. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like translated to the next level because it was just like, all right, who's going to be the fastest? Mm-hmm. who's going to go to the best college. So you, you can't go to college without getting your grades right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it, uh, 
from Antoine going to North Carolina to Fats right. going to ECU to, you know, Roy going to Norfolk State, like everybody, everybody was going somewhere. Everybody went to a D1. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. And that was the expectation. Right. Right. Like, and if you want, you would get joked. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. So yeah. like the, the, the culture there was amazing for success. That's what's up. So what do you, what do you think was your biggest achievement uh, in high school out of everything you accomplished? Uh, man, it was so many. <laughs> I mean, we can run it back down again. Where you want to start? Ten, what uh, ten eight seven? Where uh, you want to start at, man? Uh, I think it was maybe my my sophomore year when okay. I won the regionals in, in the two hundred at Maury. Um, I was in the furthest lane. Okay, uh, had the slowest time coming in, mm-hmm. and I won it out of what was it lane eight or lane nine? Um. And I, I didn't think that I was even going to place top three. Yeah. Who, right. who were some of the guys in that race? Do you remember? Um, all of the Deep Creek guys. <laughs> I just remember a bunch of Deep Creek guys ahead of me. Uh, Marcus Satchel. Um, okay. He went to Bethel. Okay. Um, Quentin Bowens. Uh, okay. He went to Heritage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like all of the people that I looked up to, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was the only guy from Norfolk in the in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was young. And you had the braids, probably. Right, I had the braids, the doodle braids. You know, I had like, yeah, I had like, it was an odd number, like seven. You know, the one with the joint down the middle, and then <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, and it was just so unexpected, man. And I, I remember the race like it was yesterday. It was like you you would get to. I was at one fifty, and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm not getting tired. But I see everybody else buckling, mm-hmm. dig down, mm-hmm. and man, I won that joint, man. And I just remember like jumping up and down yeah. and i was like yo i won this joint I, and so yeah. like moving forward like there was an expectation of excellence up until that point mm-hmm. i was just trying to you know establish myself you know what i mean right. but at that point forward i was like yo i'm just as good as everybody else everywhere right. and right. It, it helped me build some confidence um throughout the rest of my career because again you know I had the talent, but I never really beat anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at that point, it kind of like springboarded me into like, I think that I'm invincible. Who was uh, your rival in, uh, in high school? I had a few. Um, DeAndre Hyman, okay. uh, first and foremost. Uh, he was my teammate. Mm-hmm. And at 200 meters, he was better than me. Uh, and he was at my high school. But, okay. you know, he wound up graduating after a while. Okay. Um, and then Quentin Bones, I mm-hmm. mentioned him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were both seniors, you know, mm-hmm. but by the time I seen you, I want no competition. Right. <laughs> none. Absolutely none. I <laughs> so did what I want with everybody. Yeah. Right. Um, but my, my underclassmen years, mm-hmm. uh, definitely DeAndre Hyman and Quentin Bones. Quentin Bones in the 400 and DeAndre Hyman in the 200. The reason why I asked you that, because I, I, I saw you speak on uh, track missing rivalries, and that's the reason why it's not as popular as oh, it yeah, is Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now. You still think that? Oh, I, it's in, it's an absolute fact. So mm-hmm. with, with track and field, um, you egos matter a great deal in sports, period, mm-hmm. right? And... What I've seen over the years that I've been an athlete is humble. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody's supremely humble mm-hmm. during the interview. They're supremely humble when it comes to just everything about the sport, which right. is not a good thing and or a bad thing. But if somebody asks me personally, rivalries is what drives mm-hmm. sport. Mm-hmm. Track and field was at its peak when um, Donovan Bailey and Michael Johnson, Johnson. Yep. like they literally allotted money. Mm-hmm. The the uh the, the the track and field federation allotted money for that race. They don't 
and they weren't. I mean, Michael Johnson was great, but Donovan Bailey was cool. But right. we have athletes right now that are faster than both of them. Mm-hmm. Like legit. Out of the water. Like legit. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And there's a lot of <clears throat> great talent, but nobody wants to push that button. Mm-hmm. Michael Norman is the number one 400 guy right now. Mm-hmm. Fred Curley just beat him. Mm-hmm. Fred Curley has the attitude. Mm-hmm. If I was Fred Curley, I'd be like, what did y'all think was going to happen? <laughs> right. Right. I was supposed to win this. And y'all right. being the, don't talk to me unless you're talking about winning. Right. Why are y'all even interviewing him? I'm the champion. So we need to hear some trash talking. Right. That's what we need to go. Absolutely. And yeah. you build those rivalries because you had a guy from Canada mm-hmm. um, that, you know, back in the days, you know, everybody was beefing in nations. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so they was like, who this dude think he is? Michael Johnson is Michael Johnson. Nobody right. can beat Michael. Right. And he was like, like I, will destroy, Mike. yeah, I yeah. will destroy Michael Johnson. And right. I was like, hold on. Set it up there. <laughs> yep, yep. And track was at a high point then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we, we just don't have that. And I've seen so many supremely talented. And I mean, track is faster than it's ever been. Yeah. But the, the attitude doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So nothing changes mm-hmm. in the sport. So there, there has to be something that, that, that really sparks or, you know. There's no villains in track. Like, no. Everybody no. just gets along. Everybody likes each other. Right. Like, you right. know, like UFC, like nobody likes Conor McGregor. Right. But that makes you want to watch his fight. And, he, and he's doo-doo. But he but gets all watch, of the prize he fights. All, he gets all of them. Right. Because right. he just he's a showman. Right. You know what I'm you saying? Know, yeah, and yeah. it's kinda weird. You can't be a showman in a non contact sport, but nobody mm-hmm. really tries. Right. Right. Well, you do get an opportunity after the race, they stick right. the mic in your phone. You can say something. Right. Fred right? Curley has it. He don't want to give it to us though. Right. I right. like him a lot. For real. Oh, I love him. Aside from uh, him, who else do you like? Uh I like Rye Benjamin. I mm-hmm. think that he's probably the most talented person in track and field right now. Okay. Like by far. Mm-hmm. Um uh and and then uh Muhammad, the girl who just broke the four hundred meter uh hurdle world okay. record. Where's she from? She's from New York, I think. Okay. Yeah, but man, did you see her at USA? She ran fifty two twenty over hurdles. And she looked like she ran ten flat. The last <laughs> she looked like she I ran ten flat the last of right. Yeah, I'm like, right. man, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tommy. yeah, just I mean, the sport is just getting faster and faster, but I mean, something needs to change and nothing is changing. And I think the athletes don't, they they don't do what they need to do to, to, to make it. To get, to get the notoriety that it deserves. I mean, it's the oldest sport in the world and people treat it like it's like, you don't, you don't find the main, like the main races there on like Fox sports South. Right. They treat it like it's cornhole. Right. Right. What? Bro, right. like, nah. Right. And the crazy thing about it, a lot of football players, you know, they dual sport athletes. They'll mm-hmm. go in there. Uh, Marcus Goodwin. I remember mm-hmm. when uh, Michael Bates, uh, I think it was 96 or 2000 Olympics or one of those, um, where he got third in the 200. And okay. looking out there, looking like all style. You know what I'm saying? He ran like 2020 or something. But, yeah. you know, those dual sport athletes can contribute something to the sport too, but they yeah. don't either. So right. it just something needs to change. Y'all lucky I ain't run forty three. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Y'all real lucky because I turn every everybody to hate me, and yeah. I love every second of it. I'll yeah. be out there running backwards and everything. Don't let me get ahead of you. I did it before. But, but, you, but that's marketable. I've done that that's before. being marketable. Like, right. like we talked about with Charlotte, man. He's like humble doesn't sell. No, humble doesn't no. sell. 
Like, right, outrage yourself. Right. I done turned around on people. I done <laughs> all types of stuff. I'm not playing. People like, That's yo, like, I really hate this guy, man. <laughs> Beat me then. Right. <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> so where you but where are you originally from? You originally from where? What do you mean? Your bro? family. Where's your family originally from? So Because that ain't no Norfolk personality right there. It is. Nah, you nah, that's a little deeper than Norfolk. Well, first of all, Norfolk <laughs> is is the, the, the cornerstone of Virginia. That, the whole Virginia. Look, the whole Virginia. So no, nah, my mom was born in uh New York and my dad is from Norfolk. So right. I mean we But you got play. a lot of New York in you. No, I you don't. got a lot more New York in you no, than Norfolk. I don't. What do you think, babe? Yep. <laughs> We yes. on air and you 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 embarrassing me. No, that's the truth. She tells the truth. No. You gotta know this is a guy that's been around you since you was like what? Eight years old? Nine right. years old? Right. I've seen a lot of you. Right. Yeah. Right. You've right. been this way since forever. I'm bad. But people need that. And I think, like you said, if if a young athlete like you was out right now, I think, you know. You'll sell. You'll be marketable. Right. I'm, they're lucky. Um, and yeah. it's weird because when I'm with my athletes, my high school athletes, they be like, man, you terrible. I couldn't yeah. imagine. I thought, yeah, you lucky. <laughs> you lucky yeah, I ain't yeah, your facts. age. Yeah. So. Like a kid, uh, Derek. My guy, Derek, wrote about Derek. He was at Norview. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wrote about him. Good Eason. kid. Good kid, though. Eason. Yeah, I, I deal with a lot of Norview kids because yeah. of EJ uh, Faison, all-time water quarterback. It started with him, and then I just started. Yeah, that name sounds off of me. Norview, yeah. He's at Norview, okay. Right. Yeah. He's at sure. Virginia Union now. He started at uh, Mississippi Valley. That was my first year. Yeah, that was my first year. He right. he he got. I interviewed him too. That was right. before DJ Matt came right. back. Yeah, I remember EJ. Yeah. Supreme. I mean, got all a cannon. You hear yeah, me? Athlete. Right. He's an athlete, man. Right. Um, who are some of the the young runners that you keep in touch with? Like any guys from this area? Nope. None of them. I'm I'm old, old, old now. You ain't that old, man. Man, I am. I'm like 20 years removed from high school. But you'll be surprised who's mentioned you. Like yeah. that we've been, like EJ. We talked to EJ and we mentioned uh we interviewed EJ Richardson from Bethel and he uh, talked about you. Oh well, look at that. I'm a legend. Yeah. I still got a record. I think I still got the the the, the regional 500 record. That's I don't know, man. EJ been EJ and smashed a lot of records this year. Right. I don't know. Right. Like, he's right. like three time daily press athlete of the year, all right. that good stuff. And well, he going to the right school. What's, I mean, what? What school is that? You know where he going? <laughs> South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, absolutely. All right. So getting into uh, since we're talking about colleges, let's talk about the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. What made you decide on South Carolina? Um, it. I wanted to be in the SEC. The SEC is by far the most competitive track and field conference in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I stand firmly on that. Um, and at the time, uh, Coach Fry had put in uh, just as many Olympians um, as any other coach in the mm-hmm. SEC. Mm-hmm. And proximity, too. It was, you know, relatively close. Okay. I could still be in the SEC and not have to drive 12 hours like away. Florida or something like that. Right, Tennessee, right. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. – uh, Coach Fry, a black coach. Um, okay. That was important for me and my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the 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 visit there was very welcoming, and uh, we had just the year before uh, I went there, we had won the nationals in a four by four. So mm-hmm. that was 
helping my decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, and Otis Harris, the year after that, wound up getting the silver medal mm-hmm. in the 400. Okay. So it, at that point, it was like quarter mile university. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, man, I, I need to be a part of this. You know so, what I'm so saying? So that was never considered, like Baylor, any of those schools, you never considered a school um, like that? Baylor didn't recruit me. Florida recruited me, but mm-hmm. they only wanted to give me 90%. And I mean, you know, 90% is great, but right. I ain't paying for nothing. Right. Right. <laughs> you know See, but I mean? that's, that also speaks to difference between you talking basketball and right. you know track like i can right. imagine the, the top right. basketball player in the country right. and like we're going to give you a 90 percent scholarship right that'll never happen right. zion would never get a 90 percent scholarship to do right right no. and uh tennessee mm-hmm. uh who did i take all my visits to i went to arizona state mm-hmm. i went to indiana uh south carolina i went to seton hall because quentin the guy that i was telling you he mm-hmm. was there and yep. he was like bro you need to come on here man we'll tear it up and i was yeah. like man come on let's do it you know yeah. what i mean yeah um I took a ton of unofficial visits uh, okay. locally, okay. Um, UVA, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, NC, uh, North Carolina, A&T, um, obviously Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. Um, where else did I go? You get five. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, yeah, those. Yeah. But I, heard you, I heard you also say, I'm sorry, I'd be on your Facebook a lot, too. Right. You know, but I heard you say Well, you something. should be. It's good for you. I heard you say something about if you had to do it over again, you would probably pick an HBCU. Oh, absolutely. And I I stand firm. This is the second time I'm standing firm on something. Yeah. Um, Before we got on air, we talked about economics and Mm -hmm. like my whole thought process on what matters Mm -hmm. changed a lot over five years, 10 years, 15 Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And, um, if if charity starts at home, right? Mm-hmm. Where is home for us educationally? Right. Right. So if you can contribute something uh to home, it has to be an HBCU, being a black person. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine if I decided that I wanted to go to Norfolk State, mm-hmm. what that would have changed for the culture there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in track and field at Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People would be like, damn, Flood went there? Mm-hmm. And I know I could have, you know how I am. Yeah. I would have got plenty, plenty of people, people to come. come you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And that could have planted a seed mm-hmm. that could have lasted for a while. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And ultimately, you know, kind of like what A&T is doing now. Yeah, yeah. North Carolina A&T mm-hmm. would destroy anybody's mm-hmm. track program yeah. from Baylor to Florida. Right. You know, I ain't going to say South Carolina, but <laughs> they giving heavy workout to right. everybody. Right, right. I mean, I think they got two people in the world championships right That's now. That's crazy. HBC, I that's love crazy. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I ain't never went to uh, North Carolina A&T, but... Mm-hmm. Because of what I value now, I'm always endorsing. I'm always promoting. I even think like two or three, two or three months ago, I told people because I know they still listen to what I'm saying. If you have a child mm-hmm. who is fast, mm-hmm. they need to go to A and T. They need to go to A because those guys down there are doing amazing things, and they're not getting people who are list leaders. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if they got one of a Deron Flood. Mm-hmm. It's over for everybody. So yeah, man, I'm I'm pro HBCU all day. Got you. So when your kids, I mean, your two three kids facing this decision, you know, I had I had to throw that out there. See if she, listen, see if she listened. But when your kids face that decision, always like, look, it's five visits, five HBCUs, or it's like, how how are we gonna do that? Enjoy your visits. You're going to a HBCU, right? It ain't even no, nah. yeah, no. Nah. 
No other consideration. No, I mean, you don't think that could change? Like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the type of HBO. If you want to go to Howard, because mm-hmm. they might have, you know, if you want to be a astrophysicist yeah. or something, and they got it up there. Like, like, go to Howard, but yeah. you. No, it's gonna be. A and T, Marvel State, right? Hampton, right? Right, Tuskegee. We <laughs> if you need to go to Tuskegee, we going to Tuskegee. You gotcha. want to be a pilot? Let's do it. Gotcha. But we're we're, we're not. Um, I made that mistake, and right. I will say it concretely mm-hmm. on public. I made a mistake mm-hmm. by going there. Um, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I have an opportunity, which I do with my future mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. to change that, then I'm going to do it, gotcha. and it, it's going to happen. Got you. So what made you start uh, Fitness First? Um, performance training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a performance coach and uh, I was training athletes and then I started training their parents. Mm-hmm. And so athletes are seasonal, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. they come and go, they come and go, they come and go. Mm-hmm. But the parents started coming to me with like, hey, you need to start like a little boot camp class for us. Right. Uh, and that grew into a monster. For real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm in position to train. All of the kids that I train now, I train for free. Right. Um, and it, it, it's the greatest thing that I've ever. You asked me about uh, earlier, what's the biggest accomplishment that I've ever had in high school? And definitely that 200. But as far as like my lifetime, me mm-hmm. starting my own business, mm-hmm. nothing compares. Not a national championship, not an mm-hmm. All-American plaque, mm-hmm. uh, none of that. Because yeah. I'm, I'm able to make a living and help change, you know what I'm saying, at mm-hmm. the same time. And it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest feeling to be in control of uh, what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, with my life. Right amazing amazing i encourage people to you know bet on themselves when did you because I, I remember when we man it was like I, maybe it was like 2010 when i was coming to you like i don't know if i want to be a teacher or what right you know i remember that was, conversation and he was like man go do what you you know i wasn't ready to jump in back then but right. i remember you were telling me like you need to go you know basically invest in yourself right and I won't even own it then. You won't. And I was about to say that. Like, you right. wasn't. But I remember that next year, that very right. next year, you right. were. And I was like, man, that's what I need to do. Right. And, you know, right. my wife also gave me that blessing, you know, a couple years down the line. Like, you know, you, you got the talent to do it. Just right. go do it. I mean, and so with that process, it it, it took, it takes courage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then also, we're a part of an era where black people especially are our understanding economics, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how we can maximize um, our quality of life um, and leverage money. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I went up until that point, I did everything that everybody else told me I should do, mm-hmm. right? I should go to a big uh, university. Mm-hmm. I should do this. I need to work here and mm-hmm. do all of these things. And not saying that my quality of life was bad because I've never been bad anybody who knows me know that my parents have been excellent Mm -hmm. i've always been in a decent situation Mm -hmm. but like i ain't no decent person right (laughs) you know what i'm saying like and i'm willing to sacrifice what i need to sacrifice to get everything that i feel like i should i deserve in this lifetime and my number one fear is not living up to my potential you know what i'm saying and so like when i think about that Mm -hmm. it's like oh i ain't got no you want me to turn off cable so I can take that extra $100 and invest back? No problem. Easy. Phone posits, I stopped wearing them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going out, drinking, I don't do any of those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I don't need those things. Mm-hmm. And then when people ask me about 
fitness first. When people ask me about certain things that I'm doing, mm. um, they're like, well, how do you be able to afford that? And I tell them straight to that, you can do it too. We were just talking priorities. Yeah, priorities. You, you can do it too. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it helps that, you know, when I was starting the business up that I could stay with my parents, mm-hmm. you know, but they were still charging me. They were yeah. like, look, if you're going to be here, you're going to pay something. Oh, you know and it won't no little hundred dollars oh, neither. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It ain't going to be no little hundred dollars, <laughs> but they was like, look, you're going to have to pay something. Yeah. And, you know, paying 500 a month mm-hmm. was easier than paying a thousand dollars a month you know what i'm saying and i use that extra to leverage Mm -hmm. my business Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so being calculated matters you know what i'm saying and then having like a methodology saying okay this is where i am and this is where i want to be in two weeks Mm -hmm. two months two Mm -hmm. years you know what i mean so who helped grow your vision from when you started with fitness first to where you're at now say that one more time who helped grow your vision Nobody. For real? Yeah. It, I mean, it was books. No uh, mentors? Have any mentors anything? Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely books. Like, when I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, it, it was an introspective look. You know what I mean? I had mm-hmm. to look inside. And just like we hit on, on you know, what's important. And so when I decided I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I read a lot about black history. Okay. Um, And that actually stays in the back of my mind when it comes down to making those tough decisions. Mm-hmm. We got it easy compared to 1970s black people. Right. They have it easy compared to 1900s black people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I keep that in the back of my mind when I'm when I'm thinking that I'm struggling. I, I don't that this ain't struggling. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Nothing that I'm doing is struggling. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Cuz 50 years ago, it could be a totally different situation. 100 years ago, mm-hmm. you had a business? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. You weren't even allowed to read. Right. Like, you know, read and write. Right. <laughs> they would kill you. Right. right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, just that laser focus is is what matters. And being an athlete uh, gave me the foundation to to execute you know because people don't understand the skills especially young kids Mm -hmm. that you develop being an athlete and being able to transform that into something uh post athletics right you can be on a schedule because you're one as an athlete right you can work hard because don't nobody work harder than athletes Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying you Mm -hmm. if if you a quarterback I should not ever have to question your intelligence mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. as a quarterback, as a cornerback. I shouldn't ever have it's to so question. It's so demeaning to me to hear uh, analysts right. talk about a black quarterback, low act. It's impossible. I've never heard you say that about a white quarterback. It's impossible. Do you know what these guys are responsible for? Being a dog? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The intuition? Right. Right. The reads? Right. They're the smartest people on the planet. Right. Corners, too. You mm-hmm. cannot be a cornerback. You cannot be a quarterback and be a little smart. You mm-hmm. have to be a genius, man, mm-hmm. especially if you don't. Mm-hmm. Don't do that ever. Right. right. Not around me because I'm going to check you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. You think we need more analysts or somebody on TV, somebody like you? Of course. Everybody needs somebody like me. Everybody needs somebody like you. Ain't that right? Go ahead, girl. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh first of all where are you located i'm sorry i kind of skipped that it's all good uh 816 east 25th street in norfolk um in the heart of you know i want to say park place but it's in villa heights villa heights right got you right. well so what's uh what kind of classes do you offer 
um, personal training, small group training, and boot camp classes. Got you. So, we, uh, how do how do people find you? They want to find you. Uh, Instagram at f l o o d d r. Say that again. Instagram at f l o o d d r, and then my Facebook um, is Duran Flood. You can just find Duran Flood, and then my business page is Fitness First Training Services. Yes, gotcha. I just want to make sure I get that in there. You know, before I ask you the rest of these questions. Yes, thank you for the plug. <laughs> Come see me. Got gotcha. you. So, um, going back to the post, I know before we got on air, you know, I talked about the post you made back in what, 2017, right. you know, about, uh, people boycotting the NFL. Right. Uh, of course, at the time, this was the height of Colin Kaepernick's decision. Um, you know, of course, there was people on one side or the other. At first, I actually was on the side, like, you know, they ain't really, I ain't gonna say that has anything to do with me, but I was like, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a football fan. I'm gonna watch football regardless. But the more I just got into it, reading about it, I'm like, Nah, I can't do it. Listen, and I appreciate you saying that because of your interests. I appreciate you saying that because of your background. Mm -hmm. And it's hard uh, Mm -hmm. because people like you and I who are so invested in the sports, Mm -hmm. I I get it. I completely Mm -hmm. get it. But it boils down to, again, values Mm -hmm. and what you prioritize. A sport isn't more important than my humanity. Right. And I'll say that again. Mm -hmm. A sport isn't more important than my humanity. So if I have to choose between uh, watching football, playing football, and people treating me fair like mm-hmm. a, a human being, mm-hmm. then I will choose that 120 times. Right. I will never watch football again. Mm-hmm. I don't people, cable. people ask <laughs> me, cable. like, I'm never watching football again. And right. I love football. Right. I right. still got college. Right. You know, go right. Gamecocks. But right. I will never, ever watch football again. Mm-hmm. You don't have to show me two and three times that you don't care about me. Right, right. What? Right. Never. <laughs> I will never watch NFL mm-hmm. ever again, and yeah. I'm okay with that decision. Right. My dad, you talked to him yeah. about it. Yeah. He thought I was crazy. I said, Dad, bro, I'm about to go. I'm not watching this. My dad the same way. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we put so much value and mm-hmm. so much importance on on sports. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at the landscape, our landscape, if we took the 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 energy mm-hmm. and the interest in just one other thing other than sports, because we dominate sports, mm-hmm. right? right. It, it, it's it's uh, our interests are a uh, 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 a result of the workplace. There, mm-hmm. if you look at the workplace, uh, all of the employees are black athletes, right. right? And so, just think if our fathers. Mm-hmm. were as interested in astrophysics. Mm-hmm. What do you think that that would look like for the children? Right. Right. Or owning a business. Right. Right. What do you think that that would look like for the children? Mm-hmm. So I ask people, what's more important? And they will always say, my humanity is more important. But the actions never right. align. Every Sunday, what are they doing every Sunday? Right. Sitting in front of the It's just like, I, mm-hmm. it never aligns. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know what what to do about it. It's almost like they're in a trance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think any would, would it ever change? You think it ever change? I I don't think it would change. I mean, going back to even Donald Sterling, mm-hmm. if that weren't the most disrespectful, right? I mean, just that was blatant. I mean, cut him a check and send him on by the right. Place. And and then the the, the players mm-hmm. at halftime went out there and took their shirts off. Put it on the floor, mm. pick it back up, and play basketball. 
you gonna make me cuss on air. Cuss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but, shout out to Ice Cube and the Big Three. Oh yeah, amazing man. It's gonna and that's gonna continue to grow. Man, man just keep doing, yeah. keep doing it because mm-hmm. you you uh, you don't even have to worry about things like that when you do stuff for your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Why not bank on something like that? So, mm-hmm. no man, I, that's it's it's tough. Um, and I I hope that we can heal from stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I, I don't foresee it. You ever see yourself going into politics? Why people keep asking me that? Because man, you just got you just you know got that engine. Nah, you man, know your engine to change, man. I'm 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 I don't know because if I got into politics, no, <laughs> no I'm just I'm I can't say what I want to say. I mean, but listen, at the end of the day, listen, we got Donald Trump in the White House. 2019. Who would have thought that a decade ago? Donald Trump ain't got nothing on me. Exactly. <laughs> he ain't. <laughs> but he my don't thing have is, nothing on me. Sometimes like. people want different. Even on a local level. You, I mean, maybe we're not talking about the White House, but locally. Right. Maybe right. locally, people man, just no. want different. No, we, we, Look, we are talking about North Right. But, <laughs> like, it just, she gets on me yeah. about my radical mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about law enforcement the other day. Yeah. And I was, I put my foot all the way down. I, so far down, I thought it was going to go through the floor. You hear mm-hmm. me? Like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. No. Ain't yeah. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't blinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. Got you. Got you, guys. So, like, as a trainer, man, because you, like you say, you radical, man. You ain't like no, I feel sorry for you type of guy. Mm-mm. So, what's the training sessions like? It's. It, I mean, it, what's... What's really good about what I do for a living is people actually seek um, somebody who doesn't, who's uncompromising, mm-hmm. um, somebody who's a little coarse and, mm-hmm. you know, abrasive. Um, because, you know, a part of being mature is knowing when you need, you know, a foot up your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually work best with coaches who are really, really coarse. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be nice to me. Yeah, you don't want to be caught up. Right. Yeah. Don't be nice to me. Yeah. Like, if I'm messing up, mm-hmm. don't tell me I'm messing up. Tell me I'm fucking up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do that because that's what's going to help me get where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And there's people who realize that and um, it, it really works out well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had tremendous success with training people. Uh, mm-hmm. Extreme weight loss, um, women especially lifting two and three, well, I can't say three, two times their body weight, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. things that they didn't even think was imaginable mm-hmm. upon coming into the gym, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm very proud of that. As a trainer, is there, um, I want to say a motivational story, but kind of a, like a client that you didn't think would be where they're at now? Oh, I have like, f- I got so many of those. For real? And you know what's weird about training? Like when you're, when you're doing your initial consultation, and this is something that I had to learn. You never know. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's the super desperate person who's extremely overweight. It's just like, look, I just need this off of me. I'll do whatever you ask for me so I can get in shape. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And then that person will lose 100 pounds. It's like, damn. That's crazy. You did it. I, had, I didn't. When you first came in here, you couldn't even walk. You lost 100 pounds. Right. It's amazing, man. So how do we get our inner city communities that care about health and fitness like you do? I mean, it, it starts with a person at a time. So my business grows because of networking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would train a person from the shipyard. Mm-hmm. 
and I would get that person in shape. Mm-hmm. And so the shipyard is a huge institution mm-hmm. and they're passing hundreds of people a day. And so they'll see it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a conversation, a spark and say, man, I feel better. I was mm-hmm. on high blood pressure pills mm-hmm. and I'm no longer on high blood pressure pills. Mm-hmm. Or I've been working with a guy who's super affordable. Mm-hmm. Come on down here. And it's been like that with the shipyard. It's been like that with nurses. It's been like that with social workers. It's been like that with police officers and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because it's just me. Um, and obviously I'm trying to find different ways to extend my reach, mm-hmm. but just starting with a person at a time, mm-hmm. you know, and getting them to understand and appreciate what it's like to actually be fit, what mm-hmm. it's like to actually be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my answer is definitely just one person at a time. So what's your vision for uh, fitness first? We got to keep growing, baby. I, I need more trainers. I want to have a, a, a sports plex like Boo Williams. I'm, I'm burying him, down. and it's going to be an awful. Let's you know what I'm down, saying? Man. Yeah, man. Let's it's going to be I'm burying. Boo Williams, I'm burying you, man. You know what I mean? I'm burying you, Boo Williams. What's wrong <laughs> well, with we you, do, man? We got to get something on this side for our kids. We got all the best athletes. Right. right. Oh, right. We send them over to the Peninsula. Right, right. Weekend. And I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to getting with people to, to, to get that thing happen because ultimately mm-hmm. all I need is a gym. Yeah. So if you're telling me that you want to have basketball courts mm-hmm. and we can get a facility because you'll benefit from that too because, right. you know, your, your, your basketball kids now got a weight room mm-hmm. and they ain't got to go anywhere else for that. Right. So, right. I, I mean, I'm completely up for getting mm-hmm. with other trainers, coaches right. or whatever and saying, right. look, let's do a joint effort mm-hmm. and Barry Boo Williams. <laughs> you know you, what I'm saying? Have you previously reached out to any trainers or anything? Um, I've had a lot of trainers work underneath me. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy from uh, Norfolk State. Right. Uh, uh, Jordan. Yeah. yeah, he's still killing it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no, nothing that that lasts a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people aspire to be the businessman, but they're a lot of times they're unwilling to do everything that they need to do to get where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it just takes a dog a lot of times. And people out here are little puppies. <laughs> What's your, I'm, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions before I get you out of here. What's mm-hmm. your favorite book? Oh, man. What's my favorite book, huh? He used the word, hun? Yeah. Oh, man. I talk to you Look, man, she, <laughs> she, she's been a, a, a very, very important part of my life. So I'm going to go ahead and drop her on there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, probably the autobiography. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you don't seem like much of a movie, TV man. I'll ask no. you about that. What kind of Well, music? I do have a I have a favorite movie. What you got? Um, Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Dope, dope. Right. Yeah, Denzel killed that one. Right. Uh, favorite who? Uh, oh, music. I'm sorry. What kind of music you listen to? Hip-hop. Through and through. Uh, I have two. Fa- Blue I have face. A, no, I have a favorite <laughs> artist, and then I have who I think is the best ever. My favorite is MF Doom. Okay. Um, my all-time, like, the best is probably Nas. Gotcha. No J in there? I mean, he can be 1B. Have <laughs> a Nas, your Nas guy. Right. Gotcha. You keeping up with his business moves, stuff you're doing outside he's of He's a music? monster. I yeah. aspire to be just like, every time I turn around, he's like the super venture capitalist, yeah. man. He's On the a, low. Like, right. On the low. It was just something. It was a billion-dollar company. Was mm-hmm. it f- I think it was something in the medical field or something like that. Oh, man. I know what he's doing with what financial literacy thing, too, with Will right. Smith. Right. I mean, he's just everywhere. Yeah. I'm very, see, that's what it's about right there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hip-hop can be very destructive, and he played his part into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to use that and diversify your income 
and and people can look at that and tangibly see it. You know what I'm saying? That right. that that matters a great deal, especially for people who's trying to do more right. than just destroy. Because hip hop can be very destructive. very destructive, right? Right. Say that one more time. Hip hop can be very destructive. All right, let's get back to sports real quick. Real quick. I'm sorry. One more. What's up with those Spurs, man? Oh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> man, we had a great run. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't a better team prior to 2000. Let's say 15, right? There wasn't a better team for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. No. Right. I you mean, know, I that's a, guy, so there's an really irrefutable. I can't really agree with that because I'm a Kobe how, guy. How, though? I'm, you know I was a Kobe guy. From bro. 96 to 2015. We smacked y'all a couple of times. From 96, we, we won five championships. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And we always made the playoffs. Really, it was like 99 because I didn't really start winning until Timmy got there. We always, Timmy never missed the playoffs. Can Kobe say that? I sir, Timmy didn't play sir, with Smush Park. Sir, didn't play with Smush just, Park. just answer my question. Okay, no. Okay, but San, this goes back to San Antonio organization. That right. was a great organization, and that's all I'm saying. There wasn't a better team for 20 years, and I mean, it's just why you won't give me that? Just give I, it to me. I can't give you 20 years. Why not? I can no. give you like five. Five. I give you ten. I give you a decade. I give you a decade. I can't because the Lakers the most consistent. Right, look, the Lakers won what five championships during that they same did. time. They so did. I can't give you the but whole I'm saying, twenty like, years. Their highs, we mm-hmm. equal their highs, but we don't equal their lows. You're right. Okay. I can you see what that. I'm saying? So that. we were definitely the, the the most consistent team. Y'all probably a fifty win team this year too. That would be great. Uh, what's my point guard comeback? He was hurt last year. Uh, Dewante Murray. Yeah. Nice, love him. Love Me his too. Game. Yeah, he's athletic. You know, we don't get athletes. Nah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we don't get athletes. And he plays great perimeter defense. Yeah. And I mean, in this league, if you can't play perimeter D, you're going to lose badly, yeah. badly. Yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah, man. All right. Well, before I get you out of here, go ahead and plug your social media one more time. Uh, Deron Flood on Facebook. Uh, Fitness First is my business page. Oh, excuse me. Fitness First Training Services is my business page, and then uh, on Instagram, uh, F L O O D D R uh, at F L O O D D R, and then you can call me. 757-513-0215. I like talk. Well, I don't like talking. Text me. <laughs> Jesus, just text me. Let's get Don't this. call me and be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Deron. I definitely appreciate you coming on, man. You're welcome to come back again. Hopefully, you join us during track season or something. Yes, we'll sir. We'll get you back on, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. No problem. All right.